1. Behold how good and how blessed it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. For there the Lord commands the blessing. You don't have to ask virtually. He commands the blessing. If you see unity amongst brothers and sisters in the church, God gives a command. That church there, you must bless and you sense the Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. We are blessed this morning. Amen. Because we are united in Jesus Christ. The Lord is so good to us. Now Paul didn't preach any longer in the synagogue, and we know from the verses before, he took the people out. And next to the synagogue, there was a house, a school of a man who had a school there. And we know his name was, I have to read it quickly. Look. Yeah, Tyrannus. So he had a school. And this school became Beth Midrash. You know what it means? A house of inquiry. He had a, a school that people came together and he was preaching. Paul was preaching there every day. He was working and preaching every day like my dear brother Gary. He is working every day. And it's not easy. I admire you, my dear brother. I admire you. And then when it comes to preaching, he is on the carpet. He is preaching, hallelujah. And it's good when the Lord gives us something. Now that was Paul also what he did. He was working and preaching. Now there were wonderful, extraordinary miracles God did. Works of power. And I know some people can take overboard in one way or another on these things, so that even the handkerchiefs of Paul, the aprons he had on when he was working in his tent-making business, and these things were taken to those who were ill, and they laid these things on them, and they recovered, amen, hallelujah. And also evil spirits went out. There was glory, 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 hallelujah. Paul didn't know that, and he didn't make a business out of it. Anyone who wants to have a handkerchief for me, $5 or $50. No, they were taken, and God worked enormous miracles, hallelujah. That's how God, God can do anything as long as we glorify Jesus Christ in all these things. Now it was there, in a way, as it was in Egypt, when Moses was standing up against Pharaoh, and Moses and Aaron went before Pharaoh, and we read about that they performed miracles, and then all the others, the magicians of Egypt, came together and said, piece of cake, we can do it too. They took their staff, threw it on the ground, and it became a snake. 
And then we read at the end that the staff of Aaron ate up all the staffs of the magicians. God is greater, hallelujah. In God's business, there is no magic. In God's business, is the power of God, hallelujah. Dunamis. And that's so important that we understand. There is no mystic around here when we have our communion. It is just bread. It is just juice. But the power is there. Our faith in Jesus Christ, what he has done for us. Amen. Hallelujah. How wonderful God worked there. Articles of Paul's body, like I said, handkerchiefs and aprons were taken onto the sick and they recovered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul didn't make a business out of it. Serving the Lord is not a business. Now that reminds me a little bit of that, what happened to Jesus. And we read there in Luke chapter 8, the verses 43 to 47. And we read there, and there, and a woman who had the hemorrhage for 12 years and could not be healed by anyone came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak or hem of his garment. And immediately her hemorrhage stopped. And Jesus said, Who is it, the one who touched me? And while they were all denying who were around Jesus, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Now Peter, he had an answer. Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone did touch me, for I was aware that power had gone out of me. Hallelujah. Jesus knows the little and smallest touch when you come to him and touch him. A power went out of Jesus. Now what did Jesus say there? I have to continue with verse 47. When the woman saw that she had not escaped notice, she came trembling and fell down before him and declared in the presence of all the people, that was an embarrassing thing for a woman to speak about these things in the presence of all the people. She did. And she told the reason why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. Now, what did Jesus say to it? Did Jesus rebuke her of mysticism or superstition? No. What did he say? Hallelujah. He said, wipe your faith has made you well. Hallelujah. Faith in Jesus makes you well. Faith in Jesus saves you. Hallelujah. Oh, daughter, yes. I'm sorry. 
is, daughter, you are, your faith have saved. God's work of powers are always superior to anything the devil does. Now we see here something happening. The next thing, when people got healed and demons went out, there were some people around. And I think the Luther or the King James Bible says it very clear. There were some vagabonds. Anybody has a King James Bible? Some vagabonds. They were around. They didn't have anything to do. And they need some money for a living. They said, a good idea. We discovered now a name in which is power. And these people, they came and wanted to do great things too. Now we see faith in Jesus can heal people, can people set free. And we see even as Peter in the chapters before, in Jerusalem chapter 16, the verses 15 to 16, that's in such an extent that they even carried the sick out into the streets and laid them on cots and pallets so that when Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on any one of them. Also the people from the cities in the vicinity of Jerusalem were coming together, bringing people and who were sick and or afflicted with unclean spirits. And they went all, or were all being healed. Just the shadow of Peter's fell on them. There was something in the man of God, in the disciples. There was a power of God within them. Men of God who loved the Lord and served the Lord are holy men because Christ lives within them. Peter didn't know that either. But as he passed by, people got healed. And others who were afflicted with evil spirits were healed. And that's wonderful. Now, in our time, there are people, so-called faith healers. We Christians, we don't heal by faith. We are not a faith healer. I don't believe in faith healing. I believe in divine healing. Amen. Hallelujah. That's something different. It's divine healing. Now we know in the world they practice this faith healing or Reiki healing is something similar. I've got no idea about all that garbage. All I know what Jesus can do. Amen? Hallelujah. And we see here, Satan was trying now by cheap imitation. Luther said once, Satan is God's ape. You understand this, what it means? That means he is doing always the same and trying to imitate the things God is doing. 
but he can't do it, can he? No, only God is almighty, hallelujah. He is just an ape who tries to imitate what God is doing. Now, we read there in verse 13 very clearly. But also some of the Jewish exorcists who went from place to place attempted to name over those who had, the, had evil spirits the name of the Lord, saying, I adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. Now it's known that actually these so-called exorcists, they needed to make sure their name they quoted and in the name they thought there's power that they do the right thing. And that's why they said, that in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches, they didn't have any relationship to Jesus. And they had to distinguish also in that time, many people perhaps had the name of Jesus. But the name of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, that is a wonderful thing. And they said, well, the name, yes, yes, the name that Paul preaches. Paul preached Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Hallelujah. Now Satan imitates God and like it was in Exodus, and I mentioned that before, Exodus chapter 70, verses 10 to 13. And we read there, So Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh, and thus they did just as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron threw the staff down before Pharaoh and his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called for the wise men and the sorcerers, and they also the magicians of Egypt did the same with their staff or with their secret art. For each one threw down his staff and they turned into serpents. But aren't you happy that the Bible uses sometimes the word but too? But there's no mix-up. There has nothing to do. The power of God is and remains the power of God. God's dynamis. Yet Pharaoh's heart was hardened. And he did not listen in t uh, to them. As the Lord had said. Now, but Aaron's staff swallowed up their staff. Hallelujah. And you can see here whose strength is greater. The strength of God. Hallelujah. Now these were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish high priest. They were trying to uh, do exorcism. Now Ephesus was a place of demon demonic powers. In Ephesus, there was a goddess, and there was a lot of sorcery and so on. Now, in this place, God established his church. Hallelujah. Now we see here 
did Paul. He was preaching the gospel and the Pharisees who rejected him back in Jerusalem. But here he preached the word of God. Joshua, he knew that God is with him. God can be only with us if we're in tune with him and with the Holy Spirit. Now, we see here in Joshua chapter 1, the verse 5b. Just, just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not forsake you or not fail you nor forsake you. And one thing was, Joshua had this promise from God that God will be with him as he was with Moses. Was he? Was he? But yet now it's very important. I will not fail you nor forsake you. But there was a time Israel could not stand against that little city A. They went out and they were conquered. They were slain. And one thing the Bible says here, when Joshua was praying because he was depressed, how come that God has defeated us or that God has forsaken us? You said that you will be with me as you were with Moses. But Joshua, he didn't know that. There were is hidden sin in our life. God is not with us then. And it says, So the Lord said to Joshua, Rise up. Why is it that you have fallen on your face? Israel has what? What is the next word? Do you remember? Israel has what? Sinned. Is that a problem? Is that a problem? I think God is with us. Sin in the camp of Christians or in the church is more horrible than all the sin in the world. The sin in the world, God takes care of that. But if there's hidden sin in our life, we can't expect any victory. You can read the Bible as quick as you want. Backwards and forwards. But if you do not give up sin in your life, hidden sin, then you will have never a real victory. Joshua didn't have the victory because there was sin in the camp. Israel has sinned. Do we like to hear that nowadays? We must hear that. If you are a Christian and you follow Lord Jesus, the Spirit of God has cleansed your conscience. Why has he cleansed it? Why? Now ever since you came to Jesus, you understand the horrible sin even the more. And the Spirit of God detects sin in you even more precise than before. Amen? 
If it is so in your life, you're blessed. You're blessed if it is so you in life. If we don't think anymore, and if we think, oh, well, just a little mistake, just my carnal nature. No, sin is sin. Now, phoniness, you know what it means, phoniness, yeah? If somebody is phony, I have to get used to the word phony. Uh, I always think of a telephone then. But phony means uh, uh, not real, yeah? Not real. Fake. Oh, yes, that's the word. Fakeness in the kingdom of God is a horrible thing. And now these people who came and wanted to do great things, these so-called exorcists, they wanted to drive devils out because these area in Ephesus, there were many, many who practiced these things. And I tell you, this phoniness or this fakeness of these people was revealed. Now, what happened? We read it there in verse 15. And the evil spirit answered and said to them, I recognize Jesus. I know about Paul because Paul had a wonderful call and it was when he was on the road to Damascus, the Lord said to him, Paul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Lord, what should I, should I do? What do you want me to do? And God spoke to one person there in Damascus. His name was Ananias. Go. And when he heard the name Saul, he said, Lord, do you actually know what happened with this man? He persecuted the church. He even came here. And he was the one who caused so much trouble in all the churches. But the Holy Spirit said to him, Behold, he is praying. Hallelujah. Behold, he is praying. Isn't it wonderful? God forgave him all the sins. And all of a sudden, he was put by the Spirit of God in the eyes of Ananias as a total different man on his knees. Behold, he is praying. And that was wonderful because the Lord told him, I will make him or he is in a special instrument for me. And he was sent by the Lord. God is in the business preparing people for his ministry. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He was a total new person. And the evil spirit says, well, I know about Paul. And perhaps he remembered what the spirit says. He is a, is a special instrument for me. But who are you? But who are you? Paul was changed. And the power of God was in his life evident. Hallelujah. And what happened then? And the evil spirit, and the man in whom was the evil spirit, leaped on them and subdued them, all of them. 
and overpowered them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. They had nothing, nothing achieved except the name of the Lord Jesus was glorified. Hallelujah. And we see here wonderfully. Now when these things happen, we read, and fear fell upon them all at the name of the Lord Jesus was being magnified. Satan was trying to put the name of Jesus down, but now the name of Jesus was magnified there in Ephesus. This occasion and this thing had an, a wonderful effect on the newly founded church. What was it? There was an effect on the newly founded church. There was a church already. Did you know that? And we read there very clearly. Verse 18. Many also of those who had lived or believed kept coming, confessing and disclosing their practices. What do you read out of that? In that church where some there were also some kind of people who did sorcery and stuff like that. But now they were saved. But now they were saved. But something was still to be done. Did Paul question their salvation? No. What did they have? They still had these books in their houses. The sauber books. Sauber means actually saucer books. And all these things in the house. When Jesus comes in into our life, he cleanses not only our heart, also he cleanses our house where you live. What is in your house? What are you hiding in your house? Now they brought all these things together. They realized now we can't play with the power of demons because what happened just now was horrible. And yet the name of the Lord Jesus Christ was glorified. And it shone into the church there in Ephesus. They brought all these books. And all these books brought them there. And they burn them. Hallelujah. That's so important to give the Holy Spirit free access into your cupboards. What is hiding in your cupboards? In your bedside cupboard or whatever. What is hiding in your room? In the wreck of all the DVDs? What is hiding there? Also there the Spirit of God wants cleanliness. Bring them out. Bring them out. Burn them. Don't give them away. And that's what happened here. These people, they were believers. And all of a sudden they saw Satan, the power of Satan is real. We were playing with these things before, but now they understood we can't have anything of Satan any longer in our house. 
when Jesus comes in our lives. Hallelujah. Everything of our former life has to be kicked out and burned. And that's what I call real deliverance. Amen? That's what I call real deliverance. A cleaning action came into the church there. Nobody preached and said, well, bring all your books out, out from, from your household. Nobody. In German, Satan is trying to, to disguise himself. There are witchcraft books, and they are being called the sixth and seventh book of Moses. They have nothing to do with the Bible and just this little title and these are things in Germany I know what it means I didn't read them but I preach about these very clearly and I understand there is a power of darkness but Jesus has conquered Satan totally amen hallelujah because at the cross he said my dear sister it is finished Yes, I know, I know. You like this word, hallelujah. Amen, I love it too. It is finished. Jesus has conquered Satan. And that's why don't have anything in your house any longer that is from your former life where you served the devil. Chuck it out, burn it, don't give it away. Many also those who had believed, kept coming, confessing and disclosing their practices. We were in Germany a few years ago. You got used to it that I sometimes, Ellen and I, every now and then go to Germany. A few years ago, we were in Germany, we came back to the church where we were pastoring. There was a young couple. And this young couple, they were otherwise very happy, but something was in, her, in their life. And they had a little child, which can happen. If people marry, it can happen that they get babies. And this baby couldn't sleep at night, always crying. Who remembers that when your children were babies and they couldn't sleep? Either they were hungry or there was something was itchy on their back. And all babies can do is open up their mouth. And then you would know something is wrong. Now this baby always cried at night. I have to bring it in as well. This young girl he met, married, she was from Holland. And you know, Holland had a colony in Indonesia. And when the colony, the Indonesian, or actually Dutch moved out from there, many Indonesians moved to Holland. And... Uh, so they, could, they were able to speak the language because that was the language, the public language in 
Indonesia then. And so he had a nice Indonesian girl. And they were married. And then one Sunday afternoon, they visited perhaps her mother or relatives from her Indonesians. And they saw this little girl. They were so happy. And they gave them a little doll. You know? What? Yeah, a black doll. You know? And so they thought, well, that's a nice thing. Ever since they had this doll, and they put it on the top of a cupboard in the baby nursery. Little did they know where it came from. And then this young woman went to her mother-in-law, and we know her very well. She was... Yes. And then they were praying. This mother-in-law, we know her well, was a praying lady. And when they were praying together, the Lord showed her this doll is actually a voodoo doll. You know what it is? Voodoo doll? People take the doll and that's practices or practices of occult. And what they say to the doll that happens to a person they wanted to suffer or whatever. Or even hit the doll or stitch the doll with a knife. And that was revealed by the Spirit of God. And they took the doll, chucked it out or burned, I'm not quite sure. And ever since, there was peace in that young couple's life. Amen? Here we see it. What we we formerly did, practices which were not right, they confessed it. And every, every pastor and minister evangelist must know this question to ask, were you formerly involved in occult practices? And this has to be confessed as they did. They confessed and brought all these things. Although they didn't use it anymore, they believed in Jesus. But they burned everything. And then they were free. And then it says there, verse 20, So the word of the Lord was growing mightily and prevailing. Hallelujah. Now these exorcists they thought if we use the name of Jesus they will be successful. Paul was successful but there's a difference between Paul and these so-called vagabonds of exorcists. Why? Paul was an apostle sent by Jesus. Paul was a new creation. You can't hire the name of Jesus. You understand what I mean? You can't hire 
the name of Jesus and just using it as a hired tool. No. You need to be born again. You need to be renewed by the Spirit of God. You need to be cleansed from everything before, from all the sins, whatever it is. Do you allow the Spirit of God to open that drawer in your life? Would you allow the Holy Spirit to point the finger on this DVD or whatever? That is important. That's what the early Christian did. They knew there are things we did before, but now through the Spirit of God, they recognized it was not of God. And everything that is not of God doesn't matter how much it costs. Doesn't matter. Don't give it away. Burn it or chuck it away and break it. Hallelujah. And you will have a total victory. Amen. You will have a total victory. Amen. Has the Spirit of God spoken to you while I'm preaching here? And if the Spirit of God told you to take away and chuck out this and this, do it. Do it. And the Word of God prevailed. Amen? Hallelujah. I love the Lord Jesus. I love the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, now I've done what you asked me to do. What you gave me to say. Now I pray, do your word in everybody. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.